on this feast of all saints, it's good for us to recall how the saints are honored in the liturgy or honored in the Mass. Throughout the year, not only do we have the liturgical seasons, the new year begins in Advent, Christmas, we have some ordinary time, then we go into ordinary time, but interspersed through all of this is the memory of the saints. In fact, even right after Christmas, we're celebrating St. Stephen and then St. John the Apostle. Now, another way that the saints are honored in the liturgy is in something called the Roman Martyrology. Going way back to the early times of the church, lists were kept of all the martyrs. And as over time, as not all of them were martyrs, what was added to these were the other great saints, the ones who had gone out into the desert after the persecution had, of the first 300 years had subsided. Others who had lived heroic lives, maybe not died as martyrs. In fact, there are, for every day of the year, lists of saints that are commemorated as their Die Natalis, their birthday into heaven. There is, in fact, a book, unfortunately hasn't been translated, uh, the newer version of it, into English yet, but called the Roman Martyrology. That's a collection of all these lists. Some, some have estimated that there are as many as 7,000 saints. And that's not even the ones that we don't even know about in persecutions. Think about that. Today's Feast of All Saints celebrates not only the ones that we celebrate in the course of the year, but all those other saints, whether canonized, whether they're known or unknown, who gave their life for the faith by martyrdom, by heroic virtue, by dying to themselves and living for God. I want to um, lead you through a few of the saints that we actually find, though, mentioned quite frequently at the Mass. So if you take out the Adoramus hymnal, it also has the Eucharistic prayer in there. If you go to page 38, I'm going to lead you through a little part, a little section of Eucharistic Prayer 1. You'll notice there's Latin on the left, English on the right. We're going to be looking at the English. But there is one Latin word that I want to point out to you. So page 38, if you look near the top, there's a word that says communicantes. And it translates in English on the other side is in union with the whole church, we honor Mary, the ever-virgin mother of Jesus Christ, our Lord and God. We honor Joseph, her husband. It continues. Communicantes. This is related to the word for communion. So in communion, not just honoring, but in union with all of these saints. First we mention the queen of saints, the mother of God, Mary. Then we honor her and recall to mind her husband, Joseph. It's a tradition that St. Joseph is considered the last of the patriarchs of the Old Testament. He, like John the Baptist, is a bridge 
Most likely, Joseph led the patriarchs into heaven when Christ freed them from uh, limbo, from the underworld, and enabled them to enter into heaven. No one could enter into heaven, not even the just, until Christ came and died on the cross. Then we have the apostles and martyrs. We have the 12 apostles. Of course, Judas is not in this list, but we have Paul replacing him to come up with 12. Then there are some names that are not as well known, but bear uh, worth uh, speaking about these. The first three are considered the successors of St. Peter in Rome. There are different lists besides the martyrology of the popes from the early church. Linus is often listed as the first. Linus, Cletus, or he's sometimes called Anacletus. Clement is believed to have been ordained by Peter himself. These men, Clement perhaps was, uh, Clement was a Roman. He came from the city of Rome itself. The others were from Italy. Clement may have been ordained earlier as a bishop, but only would have not taken the position until those other popes died. They only lived a few years. One of them was only one year in office. We have Sixtus, another pope, early century. So these are all coming, the first three from the first century, uh, and then into, or sorry, second century, and then third century with Sixtus. Cornelius, Cyprian, these two, Cornelius is also another um, pope. Cyprian is a bishop in the early church. Lawrence, a deacon of the church of Rome, possibly martyred in the Diocletian persecution. Chrysogonus, another priest as well. Then we have a couple men who are not part of the clergy. John and Paul and Cosmas and Damian. I want to read you a little bit about them as well. For Cosmos and or first for John and Paul. They were martyrs who were martyred in the time of Julian, who was the apostate half-brother of the Emperor Constantine. So this is the fourth century. St. Cosmos and Damian, I was very blessed to be in their church on their feast day. I've gone over to Rome for an ordination this year. And I was able to celebrate on the altar under which their, their relics were buried. They're thought to have been physicians who were martyred in Syria and Syria around 287 AD, again during the Diocletian persecutions. The point of this, of these mentioning of these early saints, is twofold. One, it indicates to us the early character of the Roman canon, of the Eucharistic prayer, the first Eucharistic prayer that we pray often. The second thing is by invoking the saints, we at the Mass are acknowledging the fact that what we do here is not just something on earth, but it's something that takes place in heaven as well. Yes, at the Mass, we go back to the cross, but the veil of heaven is also torn asunder and we participate in the liturgy, the worship of God that the saints are, that we heard about in the very first reading from the book of Revelation, where it talked about the saints around the throne of the Lamb, worshiping God, singing His praises. 
The church is built on the blood of the martyrs. The church is built on the foundation of the apostles. And by mentioning these early saints, we are, in a certain sense, recalling to mind our roots. Somebody recently to me said to me, why do we mention all these saints that we don't even know about? Well, now some of you know about them and tell your friends about them. The saints want to be our friends. Rather than casting out old saints out of the Eucharistic prayers, rather we should get to know them. There is a saint for each and every one of us, even if we aren't named by a saint, by, by in honor of a particular saint. There's perhaps some saint that we have an affection for or a connection to, maybe through a wor our work, a hobby. By mentioning the saints that we don't know about, it's an invitation for us to get to know them better. The saints are the friends of God, but they are also our friends. If we will get to know them, invoke them, and ask for their protection. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.